Welcome back, my friend. Thank you so much for listening in. I hope you had the opportunity to listen to yesterday's broadcast. If you did not, I'm not going to ask you to pause. I'm not going to ask you to go away and listen to it before you come back to this one. We'll catch you up here. But when this broadcast is over, go search Bible Tract Echoes in your favorite podcast player. Find it on YouTube, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, you name it. Listen to what we talked about yesterday, but very quickly, by way of recap, I'm joined today in studio by Brother Bob DeWitt, Baji Bob, as he's nicknamed. What I'm going to ask you to do is this. Would you tune your heart to what God would have for us today? You're going to hear about a colossal burden. Now, there's different things we can do with a burden, things we can do with a call. I think of little Samuel when the Lord, when God called his name, he could have ignored he could have plugged his ears. You know, Brother Bob, he's sitting in the studio here with me. We'll, we'll talk to him in just a moment. But I feel like so many, and this is unfortunate because I do the same thing, but so many, maybe, I hate to say American Christianity, we've put a do not disturb sign on our door. We've got our ears plugged. Is there anything more annoying than a little child that doesn't want to hear what you're saying going, la, 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 with their fingers in their ears? Well, friend, please, please, I implore you, don't do that today with what God has for us. I have with me Brother Bob DeWitt. He does phenomenal work by God's grace in the country of Myanmar. Catch us up just a little bit, Brother Bob, on who you are, what you do, and for people listening right now, this project that we are jointly working on. I'm so excited to be a co-laborer with you. Well, I am founder-director of Golden Land Baptist Missions, a ministry out of the Lighthouse Baptist Church in a place called Horseheads, New York. <laughs> Horseheads, New York. And uh, that's a historic name. Long story. And uh, so in 2008, I began going over to Myanmar and uh, answered the call of God. Actually, I went over there and didn't know why I was there. I stood on the sidewalk one night looking up in a, into a very dark sky, and I said, God, all right, here I, here I am. I'm where you told me to come, but I don't know why I'm here. Truckloads of soldiers and soldiers on every, at every intersection with AK-47s in their hands, and two bombs went off uh, that week, that first few days that I was there, one that rocked my hotel. And I stood out there and said, Lord, I, I really need to know what you want from me. And uh, I was in a garage and I was teaching, had my Bible open with, with my interpreter. And uh, 60, 65 or so folks were sitting in a garage and listening intently to what I had to say. I was giving them as simply as I could just the gospel of Jesus Christ from the word of God. And all of a sudden, four men jumped up, grabbed me by the arms, took me out of the room, down a flight of steps, pushed me down in a dark, cold, wet corner, buried me under a bunch of boards and burlap sacks, and said, shh, make no noise. They went back upstairs and heard the door slam, a bunch of scurrying around, now shouting. When the soldiers left, they came back downstairs took me, picked me up, got me out of the corner, took me back up the steps, put me in front of the people and said, please continue. <laughs> and that was my introduction to old Burma. It's the country of Adoniram Judson. It was our first mission field. And yet for the last 
decade, uh, I'm sorry, for the last uh, century, there's been very little church planting in that country, very little evangelism, especially during the last, oh, 50, 60, 70 years of military dictatorship, when the military has literally been killing its own people. And that's why we have refugees here in America in 185 different cities across North America. And so going to Myanmar, I uh, found out they have a desperate need for the Word of God. And uh, so I'm very excited to partner with Bible Tracks to take the plan of salvation in track form and spread it far and wide. And we're going to do millions of gospel tracks together. Amen. I'm so excited for the fact that I get to work alongside such dear saints of God, a, a conversation, a side conversation, Austin, our lead designer, operations manager, and I had over these past few days getting to work alongside you is just the realization that it's such a joy for us to be able to work with someone that's sold out on the things of God, someone that's desiring to be sold out. There's in, in our in our circumstance of life, in the place that we live, and can I say in the soft place we live oftentimes here in America, there's a whole lot of people that are between. They're undecided. They're not sure. They're not all in on something. Can I encourage you, dear listener, to just be sold out for what God has for you? you will, I'll tell you, you'll never be happier. You'll never be more satisfied. You'll never be more content. You'll never be more at peace. And I, I know Brother Bob can speak to those things. But for us, just to work alongside a man that has such a deep and burning desire, it's a blessing to us. Now, I hear you when you say your people. I love hearing you say your people, my country, my men, those people over there that are so near and dear to your heart. We have over half the broadcasts left, and we can get into the particulars of the mission and the project. We'll talk about that maybe later this week. But could you give people maybe just a word picture of why this place, and if you can, this may be emotional and maybe tender, and I hope it is. And for those of you listening right now, would you let a man that's really given his life for people speak to you for just a few moments, talk to us. You've shown me pictures, and I know they're worth a thousand words, but paint the picture for the people listening. Michael, when I first began going to old Burma, I did not know anything about the people. I didn't realize that there were hundreds of people groups and hundreds of languages. I didn't know much about Buddhism. Yes, they have Islam there, Hinduism. The majority of the people are Buddhist and the most fundamental version of Buddhism in the world. As I was there... I didn't know why, and so I, I asked God to show me something. He began to inject his love for those people into my heart. As I talk about my people across America, a lot of young people say, Baji, when you, when you talk about your people in Myanmar, you weep. Tears run down your face. At first, I was a little self-conscious about that, maybe even embarrassed. Then I realized that those tears, what God had put in me, was a gift. They say, why you weep, Baji? Then I joke with them, and I say, God put his big love 
for the me and my people in me. And my package is a little small for that. <laughs> so I leak a lot. And they say, oh, that's funny. And they laugh. But it's the truth. God has a big love for mankind. Not just in Myanmar, but here in America, worldwide. Not just as not just us Christian Americans, so-called Christian Americans, but the Muslims, the Buddhists, the Hindus, the Jews, those in Japan, those in Iceland, in Pakistan. And I had been in ministry for 30 years. I'd had a youth ministry. We recorded tens of thousands of young people, troubled young people. I put my arm around a 15-year-old boy who had killed four people in a youth detention center in upstate New York. I said, Jesus loves you. God has a plan for your life. He looked me in the eye. He said, mister, he said, God will never forgive me. And I came back at him quickly and I said, you're wrong. He jumped back. And I began to tell him how God, how Jesus shed his blood on the cross to pay for his sin and that if he would put his faith and trust in Christ, that God would forgive him even for those four murders. Young man in a gang in the Bronx of New York City. That young man, it's been 20-some years since I led that young man to Christ. With tears running down his face, he bowed his head, he bowed his soul, asked Christ to come in his heart. That young man is still in a state prison. As an adult, I get letters regularly, him telling me how he has led another person in the prison system to faith in Christ. So God has a big love for people, for the souls of men and women and boys and girls. But in America, we have had the gospel for so long. And yet there's people, especially on the other side of the planet, what we call the 1040 window. Mm -hmm. I'm told there are 6,000 people groups who have no church, no no source of light whatsoever. Many who have no Bible in their language. They need the word of God. Amen. All I can say is amen. Uh, that's true. I agree. I, I've got to ask you, listener. I, I can't leave this stone unturned of a little bit of application. Is there a singular love like that in your heart for any group, for anyone I recall hearing stories, and we've talked about Pastor Joe Grimaldi and his uh, a mutual friend of ours and really how he got connected with Bob and I and his love, his God's love for his father and how that led to his father getting saved, Pastor Joe Grimaldi's father, and how amazing of a story that was. God's love will, bro will break down, will blow down any barrier, will blow down any, any hard heart, any soul that seems too difficult to reach. The question is, is there a Christian? Is there one that will allow themselves to be 
if you will, available, allow themselves to be used as the tool that God's love will mold, will mend, will knit. Let me ask you, friend, how concerned are you for the souls of others? How much has God's love meant to you? We'll talk in future weeks, probably. But I've got to ask you, friend, what does God mean to you? Because if he's real to you, you can't help but tell others about him. Now, we're going to continue this, this discussion with Baji Bob tomorrow and throughout this week. But let me encourage you. Be concerned. Be concerned about the souls of others. I want to thank you so much for listening. Have a great day for his glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.